Welcome back, family, to another episode of the Clutch Talk podcast slash YouTube slash we do it all. As always, I'm your host, John. Very happy to be here. This is a special episode, man. This is a very special episode, man. Not only is this my guy, but this is also my boss. This is also the man, the man of the hour, uh, my guy, Taylor Brewster. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me, John. I'm excited to be here. No problem, man. No problem. We are super excited to have you on. And uh, yeah, for the you know for the family out there listening, um, you, you, you guys know I do work a corporate job, and this <laughs> yeah this is my corporate boss right here, man. So um, you know, super cool guy. So we're just gonna go ahead and get into some uh, some things here, run off the show, just as we uh, regularly do here. That's cool with you, Taylor. Sounds great. I mean, it's lovely to be here, and obviously we start to have this passion about basketball, and that comes out more and more over the last you know, six months more than that to get to know each other. So I'm, I'm pumped for this. Man, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. We're going to go ahead and kick it off with our news, injuries, updates, and rumors segment around the league. Uh, so I'll go ahead and kick it off with uh, on, on Monday night, the Trailblazers lost uh, 123 to 121 to Oklahoma. Uh, but Dame, you know, hit a free throw and became Portland's all-time leading scorer of all time. Yeah. So just, you know, talk to me about your thoughts on that. Talk to me about your thoughts on Dame, you know, passing Clyde Drexler. And you think he'll be a Portland for life? Honestly, at this point, he might be. I, I was really, like, shocked even when CJ left because I thought that backcourt was just nasty. And Dame is just fun to watch. He always has been. Um, he he does some incredible stuff, you know, pulling from the logo, like, just dominating games from the point guard position. Like, he's, he's just fun to watch and obviously a huge accomplishment, you know, passing Clyde Drexler, who's just a legend. I used to have a Clyde Drexler jersey. That was one of my, like, prized possessions there for a bit. I think I just eventually grew out of it. But, dude, he, he's fun to watch, man. It's a cool milestone, and it's probably the first of many more for, for him, whether he's a Blazer or go somewhere else. But I can't really see him leaving at this point. I feel like he's had opportunities to, but he's just a, a faithful guy, and, and he loves the Blazers organization, it seems like. So he's going to ride it out. Yeah, man. I think he's, he'll probably ride that out, too. I mean, at this point, he kind of – he kind of has to ride this, <laughs> ride this thing unless he goes and get a, and gets a championship because, I mean, if you look at those years when it was him and CJ yeah. in Portland kind of refused to make a move. Like, they just were were okay with uh, getting knocked out in the first round, getting knocked out in the second round, and kind of wasted Dame's prime. I mean, I, yeah. Dame is still great, but I don't think we're going to see any any better of Dame from, you know, from what we've seen. Mm -hmm. So, uh, a little bit upsetting that you know he didn't get a championship out of you know his his and CJ's year, and they even had when Nurk was over there, they were a beast. Dude, tough um, in the Western Conference, though. which yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, if if Dame if he goes, he you know he better get a championship. But if not, I think he should just you know stick to loyalty that he's had all throughout you know the bad years and 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 get through it, man. But I wanted to ask you this: You think Dame is a lock for Hall of Fame? I would think so. I would think so I too. I would hope okay. so. Okay. If if he's not, something's wrong. <laughs> okay. Okay. I wanted to make sure. <laughs> yeah. No, we're on the same page. Uh, he's a legend, dude. He's, legend. he's so good. I think I was. You you gave me the rundown yesterday of what we were gonna chat about, and the first thing that came to mind was, in a world where Steph Curry doesn't exist, we'd be like, Dame is that, guy. and he still is that guy, and he's incredible. But like, he does things that only other person that can do it is. Steph, <laughs> and if if and we were living in a world where there was no Steph, like Dame would be the one that everybody's talking about changing the game because he just is incredible. So yes, he better be in the Hall. Facts, of okay. I'd be, I'd be pretty upset. <laughs> I'd be pretty upset too. Okay, I just wanted to make sure because I'm 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 you know I was working on this last night. And I'm like, is he a Hall of Fame lock? So okay, I'm I think I'm so man. He needs some more playoff wins under his belt, which like we're just talking about like a 
really tough stretch in the Western Conference the last couple of years. Like it's just it's been tough. A lot him. of good teams, man. Very good teams. So I think that would be the only thing kind of holding him back. He's an All Star. He's he dominates games. He he changes the whole you know flow of that Western Conference. Like are the Blazers going to be relevant this year? Usually they're they're fighting for a, a playoff spot or something, but they're they're in the mix, man. It's all because of him. Man, yeah, Dame. Dame's honestly kept Portland in the just relevant <laughs> yeah. for the past couple of years. Yeah. So definitely shout out Dame. But let's go ahead and keep it pushing to uh, our our you know some next little news here. This is more of an injury. I know this one hits home. Taylor Curry out for the for the uh, the timeline is a month. You know he, he hits a shoulder injury. Talk to me about that. Honestly, just go ahead and spill out your thoughts on that. The Warriors, the season, and all of that. Man, Talk to me. It's tough. I think that they're going to struggle to find wins without him and. Obviously, your star player goes down. It's a huge loss. We'll see if the Warriors can keep their head above water. Like, I, I've been saying this since the beginning. Not a great start. Whatever, 0-9 oh, or 10 or 11 on the road to start the season is just terrible. But if they can make the playoffs, they'll they'll give anybody a run for their money. So, you know, a month is a long time in the NBA. That's a lot of wins. It's a lot of losses, whatever it, it may play out to be. So... They just got to find a way to stay afloat, man, and, and the Warriors will, will find a way to make a playoff series competitive. I know we still have a lot of season left. I'm hoping he comes back healthy and, and ready to rock, but, I mean, it sucks. Like, I, I love watching Steph, and I love watching the Warriors when they're, you know, flowing and, and get that offense moving. So it's going to be it's gonna be tough for them. They're not a super deep team. And for the family at home, you guys got to know, T- Taylor, that's his team. He's a Warriors <laughs> fan, man. I am a Warriors <laughs> fan. I am a Warriors fan, man. Born and raised in the Bay Area, that's just – that's my team. I gotta pull for him. Facts, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm right. I'm right there with you. And it's gonna be tough to get some wins. I mean, also you look to the Lakers, right? They're gonna, they're tough to get wins without AD. But I think that the difference between you know, the Warriors and the Lakers in this point, in this point in the season, is that the Warriors can kind of afford those losses. If they, if they fall to the play-in, it's not the most ideal situation. But if it happens, they'll handle it. They they'll, know how to win. They know how to win. They know how to win, right? At yeah. the end of the day, I mean, I know that they struggled with, you know, with the young guys. And you talked about the struggle at the beginning of the season. But yeah. at the end of the day, you put Steph, you put Dre, you put Clay. Those are multiple cha- multiple-time champions. Yeah. You get them on the court, they know how to win. They know how to get it done. So for the Warriors, it definitely is looking, you know, a little bit, a little bit more, you know, positive on the upside. But what about? I want to get your thoughts on on the Lakers and AD because yeah. I mean, they're you know, LeBron, LeBron is LeBron, but he's thirty-seven. AD is about the only other player on that Lakers team that can actually do something. But yeah. talk to me about you know AD's injury and uh, your concerns with um, you know for that for the Lakers. Man, he's been playing so well. Like it really did suck to see him go down with the injury. Like I I hope it's not that serious. And I'm not a Lakers fan. I want to watch AD play. You know you want the best players on the court at all times so that they can battle it out. You know we get to watch some really cool NBA matchups and you know LeBron's going to do everything he can to rally those guys and keep them keep them relevant. And uh, it's honestly just fun to watch AD and LeBron together when they're both healthy, they're both clicking. Like, AD was literally unbeatable for a good five or six game stretch. Like, longer than that, but that stretch where he was putting up those monster numbers was just insane to watch. Like, prime AD coming back, and you just imagine LeBron's chirping in his ear like, turn it on, dude. Like, let's get it going. And now LeBron's going to have to carry him with with the team. You know, there's there's a lot of good players on the Lakers, and – like we had just mentioned, like the Lakers and the Warriors are battling for like the 10th seed right now with freaking the Mavericks. Like that's those three being like fighting for the last playoff spot, right? Even though we have a lot of time left is is kind of wild. So 
I mean, I'm, I'm pulling for AD to, to get healthy. You know, I, I do enjoy watching the Lakers lose. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But I want I want it to be the best players on the court so we can watch some superstars go at it. Facts, man. Yeah, I mean, as, as a Lakers fan, I, I it hurts to see AD go down. And, yeah. yeah, I mean, that stretch, when, you know, that five- to six-game stretch, that might have been the best AD, like, I've ever seen. Like, better than the 2020 season. Yeah. That was Yeah, that was insane. So that definitely hurt to uh, uh, to see him go down. But, I mean, now, now it's going to be, you know, how much on the Lakers can – like what's front office going to do what's yeah. are they going to really kind of all put it on 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 lebron is is yeah. is are the other players going to be able to step up but i mean if you if ad's not on that roster and it's just lebron and you know i think lonnie walker's great i think there's other players that are great but oh. i don't know if they, if they even make the play in to I be know. honest with you I man know. lebron at 37 i don't know if they do it we got a lot of time left in the season man but they definitely got to string together some wins and you know, we've been saying it the whole time. The Western Conference is tough. tough. So, like, you really got to put your best foot forward and try to win some games here. Tough. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, then, so then let's go ahead and keep it pushing. Let's get to our, our next segment here. And that's the up or down report. Simple. You know, I'm going to tell you a statement and you let me know if you're up or down on it. Mm-hmm. Um, down is, of course, no. Up is yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can talk on it further if you want or, you know, keep it pushing. We can sure. keep it pushing. So, we were just, we were already talking about the Lakers. So, you know, let's kind of stay on, on online with that. And, uh, you know, this, so this AD injury, it's timeline for him to be out for a month. But, you know, we know Anthony Davis, he's made a glass. So he might not come back for yeah. two months or, or, or God knows when. Yeah. But, but my question to you, Taylor, and this is my, my up or down statement to you is, should the Lakers go all in, all in now? That means no matter what that means for the future, trade away draft picks, trade away young players, it doesn't matter. Do the Lakers go all in now to help LeBron stand up while AD's out? Uh, up on that for sure. I feel like they have to. They have to. Um, how many, how many more great years of LeBron do we have left? Like it's kind of, you want to say now or never. It's not always going to be that you know simple because the Lakers will find a way to be good and be relevant and get some big names on their team because they're an the Lakers yeah. franchise. They're the Lakers. So I think yeah. I mean I'm I'm up on that. They got to do something to to stay in the hunt, stay relevant. Like LeBron's got to carry this ragtag group of kids <laughs> honestly that's what it seems like really but um you know he's got some good veterans on that team to to kind of help push that narrative and and keep them competitive and keep them fighting so yeah i mean i think now's the time you know if you have lebron on your team yeah he's getting older sure but he's still lebron man that guy's LeBron. amazing so you gotta you gotta put some things together around him so that they can you know really get some wins and make a playoff push facts yeah I'm, I'm i'm right there with you and 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 this is the conversation that i i you know i've had with some 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 people about is you know do you go all in because you know when you go all in it messes up your future right oh, yeah. the mess i mean look, kind of let's look at that you know the ad trade where you know with the lakers traded away basically all their young talent that they've been acquiring it's like kuzma alonzo oh really like, all that no bi exactly bi is insane, BI's yeah. insane. yeah honestly oh, man. so but 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 then again you know uh, it could work out to where the lakers you know they won that 2020 championship but then now you know who their next best young talent is max christie and he sucks so so it's so it makes it makes it tough but i'm right there with you though as far as like you got to do what it takes when you got lebron when you got a player like i think you know the lebrons the Giannis's, the curries those once in a generational lifetime like talent you got to do what it takes if they're on your team i don't care if they're 40 years old if they're playing at this level you do what it takes and i mean with the lakers right now if they don't go all in and they put a lot of the load on LeBron mm-hmm. to 
get some wins right now in the regular season, what's going to happen come playoffs? Is LeBron going to shut down come playoffs? I mean, yeah. so it, it's it's Father Time is undefeated, but I think the Rob and the and the Lakers like, have to make a move. Like I, I don't think it's a debate. I think yeah. you do whatever it takes. You trade your draft picks, even if you suck for the next ten years. I yeah. shout, shout out shout out our homie Mike. We were talking to Mike, and he was asking me like, would you would you trade for a great player if you suck for the next ten years? I'm, I would yeah. personally, I would. Yeah. How 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 would you feel about that? Yeah, I feel the same way. Like the, you can you can kind of plan for the future to a degree when you get your draft picks and like do all that kind of stuff. But like when you're mid season or, or mid playoff push, like you go all in now and you kind of worry about the rest later. Like we're we're in the thick of it right now. You got to make some moves. You got to string together some wins. So, yeah, I mean, you really just got to try to send it at that point, and you know, the chips will fall where they do, and you figure that out later. But yeah, you gotta you gotta go full commit right now and try to give your your team the best chance of, of making a move. Facts. You you heard it here first, Rob. You better you better do something, Rob. <laughs> Me and Taylor are on you. If you yeah. don't do something, we we're gonna come knocking at the door over there in L.A. saying, "What's going on, Rob?" Me that job, man. <laughs> man, give the job up. That, you're not gonna do nothing. I'll do something. Yeah. But all right, yeah, all right, cool. I, I'm glad we got you. you know, got the temperature check on that. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and keep it pushing to our next statement here. Next up or down statement: Should Zion Williamson be in the top three MVP discussion? Damn. You know what? Um, top three is tough. I think that he's definitely he's up there. I won't. It's a hard to say up or down, man. <laughs> he's been playing very well. I think that the reason that you could go up on that is because he is on one of the best teams in the NBA right now. So yes. he's got a great supporting, but he's finally healthy, you know, getting that bounce back, dude. Like, he just changes a game because he's just a monster. He's a force. Like, you can't stop him going to the basket when he makes up his mind. If he misses, he's probably going to get that rebound. He's going to get another one. He's going to get another <laughs> one. Like, he's going to bite you Thanks. until he puts that thing through the rim, and that's just fun to watch. So, yeah, man, he could be top three. Um you know, the MVP race is always an interesting one. I feel like you got to do something really special like Russ a couple years ago when the yeah. team wasn't great, but he's, like, averaging a triple-double. Like, mm. sure, if you're one of the best players or the best player on a team that's, like, top three or four in the league, you should be in that conversation. Absolutely. So, I mean, Zion's up there. Man. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so so far, all agreements, Taylor. All I'm agreements, happy about that. Yeah. All agreements because, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right there, which, I mean, I think the, the only two names that – should be a, should be above him because I mean the question is top three. Yeah. Um, only two names should be above him. I think is Jason Tatum and Giannis. Yeah. And that's just because not only are they on a top on a top team of their you know their respective conference, but they're also just dominating. dominating. Like I haven't seen so. I mean T- Tatum. We'll get into that another time. But yeah. Tatum is just been balling out, and for the circumstance he was handed, like yeah. his this coach is just getting shipped off a couple of weeks before the season starting. Yeah. So I, that's that's a whole other d- discussion. But <laughs> as far as Zion, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm up on that statement too. I mean, it has to be. Like how you said, he's on arguably you know, the, the best team right now in the West. Dude, the Pelicans uh, are nasty. They, they just went on – I believe last week they were the number one seed, and now they went on a four-game losing streak, so they're the number three seed. Mm-hmm. But that will turn around quick. But uh, top of the West, yeah, Zion, 25 points per game, seven rebounds, four assists, one steal on a ridiculous 60% from the field. Yeah. He's elevated – to the, he's elevated the Pelicans to a whole different level. I mean, no one expected the Pelicans to be where they are. No. And mind you, Brandon Ingram has been hurt for the past couple of weeks, arguably their second best scorer. Mm-hmm. Herb Jones, arguably their best defender, has been hurt for the past couple of weeks. So that means Zion's been catching all of the defense's 
full focus and main attention because B.I. is not there. He's been guarding the other team's big or arguably the other team's best player, yeah. and he's still doing this. Man, ain't no debate about it. Zion is 100% top three in the MVP right now. Yep. The, the way he's playing it is, is, is ridiculous. But really, really quick, while we're on the lines of MVP, I wanted to ask, to, to you, how many games is it okay for an MVP to miss? Because, you know, you want availability is the best kind of ability. Sure. But to you, what's like okay, like five games, ten games? How many is it? I'd say ten in a season. Ten. Right? Keep it less than that. Um, if you're putting up just stupid numbers and you, you miss 20 games mm-hmm. or you miss half the season, mm-hmm. that's way too much. Like you can still do everything you can to help your team win games. But I think I think five to ten is probably a decent range. You know, it's a – it's a chunk of your season, yeah, but, like, if you're playing in a majority of the games, that, that makes the most sense to me. But, like, you know, Steph's going to be out for a stretch. Yeah. you got AD out for a stretch. Like, that makes a big difference, and, um, you know, it'll probably play a factor in their the team's record, too. So they're, they may not be up at the top of the conference. Like, they're going to be sneaking in in one of those 9 or 10 seeds or, you know, maybe a little bit higher if they go on a pretty solid run, but – you know, I feel like both the Warriors and the Lakers are going to be sneaking <laughs> in at the end. <laughs> they might. Can, I mean, even like the Mavericks are the 10 seed. Like, Man. that's such a good team. Like, you can't. There was in the Western back. Conference Finals last year. Right. It's insane. So, yeah, man, you got to play a majority of the games. That makes that makes the most sense to me. And yeah, I don't know, five to ten. Yeah, five to ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that that's what I have right here. I had ten at the absolute max. At I have max, yeah. five five to ten. But like, if you miss ten games, like I'm really weary about it. You better have been balling out every other game. Yeah. Because 10, ga- 10 games, I mean, that, that, that is a lot. But w- with the way the league is, you know, nowadays, you, 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 you guess you, you kind of got to have that, give them that, give them that slide of edge there. But, yeah. but all, right, all right. So let's go ahead and keep it pushing here to our next. Um, this is more, I just kind of want to see how you felt about this, uh, this new NBA awards. You know, I don't know if you've seen, but the NBA came out with some new awards. Okay. I'll, I'll go ahead and run them off here for you. Uh, the new MVP trophy is called the Michael Jordan trophy. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, the Jerry West trophy is for the clutch player of the year. Uh, the, the defensive player of the year trophy is now the Hakeem Olajuwon trophy. That's sick. Yeah. The rookie of the year is Wilt Chamberlain. Mm. Six man is John Havlicek. And then most improved is George Mikan. Any? Do you like that? Do you like the names for it, or do you, would you rather it just stay like regular MVP, or regular defensive player of the year? You know what? I'd rather it just stay neutral. Mm, me um, too. I, I definitely respect some. Obviously, you can't. It's Michael Jordan. You know, like come on. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> the MVP. You name it after Mike MJ, but like, um, I, I like I like keeping it neutral because that that award or that like style of play it means so many different things to so many different people and with all of the NBA players that you and I have grown up watching, like you can't put all of them in the same box, yeah. you know, like it's yes, that season he was the MVP that season. He was a defensive player of the year. Like there's no one size fits all for all this kind of stuff. So I don't know. I, I, I get why they're doing it. I think they, they have a point, you know, they're trying to give some people some, some kudos and be like, Hey, they, they do this with a lot of awards. They name it after certain people, yeah. but I don't know for these, I feel like you got to keep it kind of neutral and let people earn it. And, you know their names going on a trophy when they get it like i am the mvp like yeah. now you're gonna have mj's <laughs> name like it's it's great to be spoken about in the same breath as michael jordan yeah. of course but it's like hey i earned the mvp i just wanted to be my the nba mvp with my name facts on. that's kind of facts i, I like that, that. Yeah. see i don't even think about it from that perspective but yeah. I, I i really like that because yeah i mean if, you know if i'm 
60 years down the line, I'm looking at my trophy. I would love it to say only my name. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that. I really like that, uh, that 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 perspective. And, yeah, I'm also not a big fan for the names. I mean, yeah. I, I know Michael Jordan is about probably the only one that's like, okay. I mean, you know me. I'm, I'm, I'm a LeBron guy. I think yeah, LeBron's yeah. the greatest player of all time. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I feel like if you take you know, the majority of, of, of basketball, you know, lovers or people that are watching NBA, yeah. they will take Michael Jordan. Um, you know, young and old generation, I think they would, as a whole, take Michael Jordan. So that that makes sense, yeah. but you know, like I don't like the Hakeem Olajuwon Trophy Defensive Player of the Year because it's yeah. like there's some at some point, whether it be thirty years down the line, twenty years down the line, or next year, somebody's gonna come into the NBA and become a more dominant you know, defensive player. I mean, yeah. like it has to happen at some point. Or like Wilt Chamberlain. Like, don't get me wrong, he had a crazy rookie uh, uh, rookie year. I believe he averaged like thirty points or something ridiculous, yeah. but. Like there has to be another Ricky that's gonna whether again hundred years like a, yeah. it's gonna happen eventually. So what are you gonna do? You're just gonna you're setting yourself up for failure to like change the name again yeah. later, right? So yeah. that's the only thing I'm really honestly not a fan of. I I like the neutralness. Totally. Like it's you don't want to single anybody out, but it's like hey. Guess what? He wasn't the best defensive player in the history of the NBA now because so and so came along. Right? Exactly. Like it's uh, that's where it goes back to me. Just like it's it's not a one size fits all type thing. It's like you. Hakeem Olajuwon was amazing, right? Obviously an incredible defensive player, but there have been so many others, and Thanks. they've done it in different ways. Like Tony Allen was not a Hakeem Olajuwon. Wow, Tony, what a great point. Tony Allen was, I wouldn't say the opposite type of defensive player, but he was not protecting the paint. Like, he was doing literally everything. He's guarding your best player, picking him up full court. Like, Hakeem's not picking anyone up full Facts. court. He's guarding the paint. So, like... <laughs> There's a different type of defensive style that each one of these players have had, and you can put so many other players in that like list. So, you know, not picking on Hakeem. He's obviously <laughs> one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, I like it being neutral. I like people taking a look at that award and being like, I'm going to do it my way, Man, right? Exactly. And be like, hey, I'm going to earn this award how I play, how I succeed, how I've built a career this whole time. And I feel like that's kind of cool to, to kind of earn it yourself and put, Facts. put that's your a, own stamp on it. That's a great point. That that is that is a really good point. And, and even, even last year, I mean, Marcus Smart won it last year. Right. He's a whole different type of defensive player right. than than Hakeem. Man, that's a really good point. So yeah, might, I might have to clip that and send that to Adam Silver. <laughs> yeah, let him know. <laughs> He'd be like, yeah, here, here's me and Taylor's thoughts on your new awards. We're about to veto the new awards, big guy. <laughs> We're putting them back to neutral. We're putting them back to Adam. Come on, man. But uh, all right, let's get to our last uh, statement here for the Up or Down report. Um, my guy, Taylor, are you up or down on the Memphis Grizzlies finishing as the number one seed in the Western Conference? Uh, yeah, uh, I can see it happening. I mean, obviously, they're still top three, right? We just yeah. talked about this, but... Dude, Jaw is stupid. It's crazy. Guy is so good, man. It is so much fun to watch. And we like haven't seen anyone really dominate like this the way that he does. Um, you know, I, I think of like young Russ, but he's also like Jaw's way more skilled yeah, than young Russ. Absolutely. Even. So like he's he's fun to watch, dude. He's got that whole team rallied behind him and just like bought in. And one of the best parts about it is that like this this actually kind of drives me crazy with certain NBA teams, like you look at the bend, they're just a bunch of stick in the muds. They're they're whining about not playing and all this shit. Jaw and the entire team, no matter who's on the bench, is so hyped. Every single play that they have, it's like the whole team cares about the success. And they're watching him do amazing stuff throughout the entire game. So, yeah, man, I could see them finishing first. And, like, last year in the playoffs, I, I as a Warriors fan, I didn't bet any money, but I would have probably bet on Memphis because that was – that series would be different if Jaw doesn't get hurt, you know, like it could have gone either way, but 
yeah, man, Memphis is so much fun to watch, and uh, it's all it all runs through Jaw. But like Desmond Bain is really good. Um, Jay Jackson's been killing it. Like there's so many really really good players that they've pieced around. I've always kind of been a big Stephen Adams fan, man. That I guy just that. dominates the paint, dude. He's and he's got Jaw's back no matter what. Like, can you imagine just having that guy in your corner? I'll say whatever to anyone. anybody. You can literally say whatever you want. Like, shut up. Stephen's gonna pick somebody up in room like he did the other week or whatever that was. I remember that. One. That was really funny. So like, yeah, man, they could easily pull off a number one seed in the West. It's like stacked obviously we've got some great teams in the east i, I wouldn't be able to tell you which conference i think is a tough question better but like the western conference is stacked and i would not be surprised if memphis came out of there on top or obviously top two the question's number one but like yeah i could see it I yeah definitely see it yeah i'm i'm 100 percent right there which i'm i'm up right now they're they're sitting in the second seat at 19 and 11 mm-hmm. and they're second but i mean you could say jaron jackson's their second best offensive player you could say desmond bain is but mm-hmm. if you look at the numbers desmond bain is their second best offensive option but he's only played 12 games and in those 12 games yeah. 24 points per game 45 percent 45 percent from three so it's like they're doing this Without wow. their second best player, that's been there, you know, throughout throughout the right. throughout the most of their games, and also not only just Desmond Bain, John Triple J haven't got too many games, you know, right. un, under their belt playing together. I mean, that's like the 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 two superstars are like you know the the superstars that are advertised um and yet you know they're they're still the number one seed and then when you look at this team like they're really all-around team like how you mentioned they have role players that know that know their role aren't complaining about it and do it to the t they don't turn the ball over that's the number one thing we know about team no successful teams they don't turn the ball over they they at their bottom of the league of of like uh, turnover ratio they got the superstar in jaw Triple J, I guess you can call him a superstar. If he's not a superstar, he could be, he's a defender. He's on his way, man. Yeah, true. And he he protects the paint. He makes shots very difficult around the basket. Like, yeah. He's... Him and Steven Adams yeah. right there. Like, <laughs> yeah. that is a crazy, like, twin towers duo. Yeah. So, they have, you no know, their defense. They got their superstar in Ja. They got their role players. They got shooters in, in, you know, in Bain. He hasn't played. They have Dylan Brooks. They have Tyus Jones. They have dogs on that team. Yeah. I am right there with you. And I'm honestly, Taylor, it's the first time I've said this, okay? Yeah. It's the first time. So, the family out there, this, 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 is, this is a hot take. But I would not be surprised if the Grizzlies come out of the West. Like, I mean, like, I think, I, I'll be, I'll be real. I think the Bucks are coming out the East. I think it's going to be Bucks. And it, I don't know if I'm ready to say Grizzlies, but the way they're playing and the way the roster's looking, I might, I'm, I might have to go with, with, with the Grizzlies coming out of the West. Yeah. The only, like, hindrance that I have going against that is that teams that, you know, like the Warriors have, have their, they have their experience. They they know what to do when it gets there. Yeah. The Suns, I know they've been struggling. I know a lot of people like got off the Suns bandwagon, but let's not play with the Suns. The Suns know what to do when they get there. Yeah. So every other Denver has more experience in them. So all these teams really has more experience th- than the Grizzlies come playoffs. So yeah. honestly, that's my only hindrance. But as far as like talent and as far as what they got on paper, they they might be the best team in the West. Yeah, I mean they're young, man. They they don't know. It doesn't they don't play like they don't have the experience. They're like, hey. I'm really, really good. I don't need all this experience that you got. Like, I can come in Thanks. here and just, like, show you how we play. And, I mean, I honestly didn't even know uh, Bain was out that many yeah. games this year, and they're doing all this without him because, like, that guy can flat-out shoot. Shoot the ball. And, like, spreads the floor for jaw. Like, and, I mean, they're dangerous, man, super dangerous. And, obviously, the West is really good from top to bottom. You know, you wouldn't want to see a, a Mavericks or a Lakers or a Warriors Man, down in that bottom that seed is crazy. playing of them they're one. So that is true. 
I mean, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. We got a lot of season left, which is cool. Wait, yeah, that, yeah, that, 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 that that's definitely the best thing, man. Yeah, honestly, I'm looking at the West right now. The West is wide open, man. Because I mean, look, Denver is in first at 19 with 19 and 11. The Grizzlies are tied with 19 and 11. Uh, Pelicans are in third, 18 and 12. Suns are in fourth for 19 and 13. Clippers are in fifth, 18, 14. So I mean, honestly, if you go, yeah, I mean. The, the the Warriors are an 11th seed and they're only five games out of the first seed. Like yeah. five games, that's 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 Curry comes back. That's one week span. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can go from the 10th seed to the number one seed. The West is wide open right now. Yeah. Wow, man. A lot of good teams. Wow, this is a super exciting, man. For if you if, if you love basketball, man, this is a good time to be alive right now. <laughs> yeah, sure. This is a good time to be alive. Absolutely. But all right, man. So let's go ahead and get to our last segment of the of the episode here. Uh, you know, as we start to wrap things up, just a quick little fun start. Start bench cut segment okay? okay so this is going to be with all the current players in the nba uh you can just t- you know take their take you know, how they've been playing and mm-hmm. and you start bench cut all right so i'm gonna i'm taylor i'm starting off oh, hard right all here right. this is the hard one <laughs> I, I was over here sitting like who would i even do for this yeah okay star bench cut you ready yeah jason tatum Giannis, and zion dang <laughs> that's a tough <laughs> the top three we just talked about dang Start bench cut. I mean, I'm I'm starting Jason Tatum. Like he is unbelievable, honestly. And you know, he he does have a few games where he doesn't shoot well, but he's unconscious. Like he'll find a way to get to the rack then, or he'll impact the game in other ways. And I think that the combo of him and Jalen Brown is <laughs> insane. Like Jalen Brown is so good as well, and the Celtics are just nasty, man. All right, so I'm starting. I'm starting Tatum, dude. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to sit. <laughs> I'm gonna have to sit Zion. Wow. Okay. Which is just okay. like he'll come off the bench. Like is that. how I'm saying. I'm gonna I sit like for that. now, and then I'll bring him in later. <laughs> I like that. And uh, shoot, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's there's really no going wrong with this, honestly. I mean, uh, that means I have to cut Giannis. That's that makes me sound tough. Like <laughs> that makes me sound like I don't know what I'm talking Maybe about. Maybe you'll just put him in the reserves or yeah, something like that. Fair, yeah, dude, that's yeah. so tough. That's a tough question. That's a tough question. I mean, honestly, I, I would go. I would start Tatum as well. Yeah. I, I gotta go start Tatum. Yeah. I honestly would probably just would would, would bench Giannis on on just yeah, and then cut Zion honestly just because. It, it sounds stupid to say. It's, it's like you can't even really come up with logic behind it. But yeah. I mean, I just I've never seen a player as dominant as Giannis, and no, like I know. just sheer dominance and a will to get better. Like Shaq was super dominant, and I don't know Shaq personally, but I mean, everyone talks about Shaq's like off court, you know, drama or off court issues, whatever he's doing off court. So there yeah. was always something. Yeah. And Phil Jackson in, in his book actually talked about how Shaq, he actually had to ask Shaq, yo, stop doing commercials. Like mm-hmm. you got too much going on on the side. Like yeah. just focus on basketball. Like yeah. Giannis just focuses on basketball and he has the yeah. same dominance. So honestly, Man, yeah. That's a tough one. I literally just like lost one. my train of thought throughout the middle. Like, what am I going to say? <laughs> what do I even say here? Yeah, yeah. And then I realized I'm like, oh wow, I'm going to cut Giannis. There's a, no way. <laughs> Yeah, it's a tough one, man. And for, for the family at home, let us know. Uh, let let us know in the comments. So, uh, you know, would you what? Who would get cut? Would it be Giannis? Would it be Tatum? Would it be Zion? You know, who starts? Who who gets benched? That was a good one. I'm gonna I'm gonna completely switch it up. I'm starting Giannis Ooh. and I'm benching Tatum, and then I cut Ooh, Zion. So okay, like, I, I like I, that. That's now that I've given it some thought. Like that means that Jason can come off the bench and come do some something crazy and. 
you know, Zion's killing it, but you can't over those two guys. Like, Man, I mean, that's, that's that's a good starting lineup and good bench. Yeah, right. <laughs> you got an MVP coming off the bench yeah. no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> but, all right, let's go ahead and keep pushing. Let's get to the next one. Uh, let's get to, you know, mainly big guys. Uh, yeah. Anthony Davis, Jokic, and Joel Embiid. Yeah. Oh, you, I guess you can take on Anthony Davis' injury. Like, just take. Yeah. Jeez. I think that I think that I'm starting Embiid. Ooh. Um, dude, he is a force. He like, is a force. He is a force. It's hard not to pull for Jokic because of his passing ability, but, like, Embiid's starting to pass the ball a lot now, and he's grabbing insane amount of rebounds, but, like, you can't you can't guard his mid-range. Yeah. Like, that is unstoppable. If he gets it going, he's got that touch, like, one or two quick dribbles, too. And like he just pulls up, he yeah. He pulls up, and he's, you know, he'll, he'll snag a loose ball in the key and just find a way to dunk it on somebody, which Jokic doesn't really do. He's more finesse, which is cool, man. It's great. But, yeah, I'm, a, I'm starting Embiid, and I'm, I'm benching AD. Ooh. I have him come off the bench, and I'll, and I'll cut Jokic. Like, I, I, I appreciate Jokic, and I think that Denver's really got something special going on, but I don't really, like, pull for him. I got you. You know, it's like they're not very exciting. I do like Jamal Murray a lot. He's fun, but he's been hurt a lot. So I, they, don't, they don't wow me even when they're winning games and, like, they're first in the conference and, like, that, that's cool. But it's not it's not for me, man. I, I think that that's yeah. Yeah. I feel you. I, I I I feel you. I'm I'm I I would also cut Jokic. Yeah. But I would start AD. May maybe that's the, that's that purple and gold bleeding bleeding through my be. heart a little I think bit. So, but I don't blame you at all. Yeah. <laughs> it could be the it could be the purple and gold bleeding through my heart a little bit, but yeah. uh but yeah, I, w- I would start AD. Yeah, I would have yeah, I would have to be- bench Jokic and because. I'm not gonna say that Joel and AD can do what Jokic does because he does it to a whole nother level. That's you know that that's absurd. But yeah. I mean, it's not like AD and Joel are like terrible passers. You not know, like all. like they they, they 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 still can do it. But and I think that when you you know when AD can you know he can shoot from the outside a bit. Joel can Joel can shoot from the outside a bit. Yeah. Jokic shoot from the outside a bit. But I would feel way more comfortable with AD taking a jumper yeah. or a, or a Joel and B taking a jumper and going inside. And beats jumper improved so much big time the last huh? couple years it's been it's been insane to watch and you know he he has weapons around him i i think that that's probably why his assist numbers and his passing has gotten a little better where Jokic also has had some weapons around him if you pass the ball to ad you're mad at him for passing it like <laughs> that is true it, right? that is true like you, that is true we're giving you the ball you better find a way to score that is a great point and there's a lot of there's a lot of guys around the lakers perimeter that are not the best shooters our best chance of getting the ball in the basket is AD. So, Facts. you know, he's not passing as much. And I, I, I support him. Understandably like, like, so. Pass it well, AD, don't freaking pass it again. Like, find a shot. So, I think that, that plays a part. But, yeah, that's that's a tough one. It's a tough Not one. as hard as the first one, I'll tell you what. Yeah, that first one probably was the hardest one we, uh, Dude, from the bridge. Yeah. All right. Fun. All right, cool, cool. So, we got, we got a temperature on that. So, we got three more right here. Right. Now, we're going to more guards. Uh, Devin Booker, Jalen Brown, and SGA. That's a tough Oof. one. SGA has been fun to watch. Balling, man. that wow. guy's balling big time. Um, dude, I'm I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start Jalen Brown, and uh, it's start bench cut. Right? Yeah, start bench start cut. Start Jalen Brown. I'm benching SGA, and I'm cutting Devin Booker. I gotta agree with you. I, as much as I think that Devin Booker is incredible, he has disappeared in the biggest games of his life. So Facts, far, which sucks. But it's the reality. Facts. And when he gets it going, dude, and his shots flowing, like that's it's 
a bad man. You can't stop him, and he talks a bunch of crap, which is a lot of fun as well. <laughs> so, like, I definitely pull for him. But with those guys and how SGA is playing, like, it's undeniable. Undeniable how good he is. He's carrying OKC. Like, they're not having a spectacular year, but they are relevant, and they're winning games against good teams. Like, and it's it's literally starts with him. And I mean, I I love Jalen Brown, dude. That guy is a freak. He's so so good, and his his game off the dribble and you know getting to the basket like like I said before like the one two punch of him and Tatum is fun to watch but like yeah Jalen Brown's a man yeah man I mean I I I have he's to man I have to agree with you Jalen Brown the way he's been playing is is insane yeah. um, he's officially like for anyone that had doubts of like oh like Jalen Brown one B I mean. I don't. I think it's one A, one A. Like, 1A, 1A. there's no one B here. Yeah. There's no. I mean, Jason Tatum is in MVP discussions, and Jalen Brown's averaging three less points than him. Right. Right. So, so that's that, that, that's absurd. If he's in MVP discussions, Jalen Brown shouldn't be far off. Right. So I'm right there with you. Jalen Brown def, definitely starts. Hundred percent have to cut Devin Booker. Uh, not only not true, not, but unfortunately. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then SGA. He's been. Balling yeah. thirty. I'm looking right here. Thirty-one points per game, and I ball. know he's losing. But to do this, I believe he's 24. Young team, man. Young team, yeah. and he's getting the 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 uh, the focus of the defense. Everything, every time. If we so know who the ball is going to. <laughs> yeah. He's still getting it done. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, there's no debate on that one. Uh, j- um, starting starting Jalen Brown, benching SGA, and uh, Devin Booker's got to go here, That's a man. tough one, man. Honestly, if, if SGA is up against pretty much anybody else besides Jalen Brown, it, it's a lot more difficult of a conversation. But, like, I think that Jalen Brown's so good. Yeah, he's – SGA's killing it, man. So, he's definitely up there. He's been balling out. And Jalen Brown's been killing it and winning. So, yeah. Well, that's that's got to be – Celtics are tough, man. They're m- back for blood. Man. They're, they're upset. They're upset. They are upset. They are willing – understandably so. Yeah. Because they choked last year in the finals, <laughs> man. Did. But uh, but all right, let's go ahead and get to um, this second to last one right here. Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, had to throw in some teammates there, yeah. and Trey Young. I'm taking. I'm starting Donovan Mitchell. Absolutely. Um, I'm benching Trey and I'm cutting Darius Garland. I, like I do that. think that Darius Garland is is very very good. Mm-hmm. Um, but against those two others, like, yes, it's, that's it's, tough. That's, that's a tough, tough one. Man. And I was not even a big Trey fan at the beginning when he first came in the NBA, but. That dude shows up and he's got he's lights out he'll pull from anywhere he passes he's got some great bigs that just throw lobs too man like Thanks. he can you you can almost guarantee that he will get by who he's guarding and he's going to create some kind of you know momentum towards the basket and he's got guys who can finish it for him and you know he pulls from the logo like like steph and like dame like yeah it's hard to guard in any sort of situation so yeah that's where i'm going with those i i do like garland a lot i think he's got a lot more to prove and Donovan Mitchell's insane. He's been playing so well. Um, I, I'm kind of pumped that he, you know, left the the Jazz. And, Man, you know, he's he's finding a, a good spot for himself here in, in Cleveland. So, um, two a great backcourt, you know, with him and Garland. Like beautiful backcourt. You never know which one's going to really go off with the like some assists and all this kind of stuff. I think that you know Garland can put up points, but like Donovan will get you a bucket. Get you at any time. Any time, and you know he's. He's athletic as hell, man. He's got some dunks on the on the season and beyond. So, yeah. Okay. I'm confident in that one. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Honestly, I I I really want to go with, with Darius Garland over because I'm I'm right there with you. Start Donovan Mitchell. I don't yeah. think it's a question. Uh, I really want to go Darius Garland over Trey Young. But as you were talking, I think like that's not fair to Trey Young if I if if I put because he has shown up because I'm I'm not gonna lie like. 
when he first came to the league, I was like, yo, this dude weighs like 13 more pounds than me. No way this guy's going to be good in the NBA. And I was ripping him, ripping him. And honestly, for the past, for, until last year, I've been ripping him over and over. Mm-hmm. And he's constantly proving me wrong. In the, in the playoffs, he's constantly proving me wrong, going deep, taking his team far. And I, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, knock him for not winning a championship, yeah. but he's taking his team to places that I don't think the Hawks should have been to. Nope. So I got to side with you on that. Trey Young. That's a tough one for sure. But man, Trey is, is continuously surprised me. The more he's played, the more experience he's gotten, like young guy, man. And Garland's a young professional as well. Like he's going to have a great career, but you know, Trey has, has really dominated, man. He showed up and he showed up, like let everybody know, like I'm, I'm meant to be here. Cause I bet, you know, you and I were not the only ones who were like, oh, there's no way this translates to the NBA. Man. You know, he was hucking up 80 shots a game at Oklahoma Crazy. or whatever. <laughs> so, like, that was insane. Yeah. So I, I think that, uh, yeah, man, he's, he's fun to watch and he's only getting better. I think he, I think he turns the ball over quite a bit. Um, but you know, he, that's because he's trying to make things happen. And you can't fault him for that. Yeah, man. I, I, I think, yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, it's just like, kind of like with that AD situation. It's like yeah. if AD misses a jumper, like I, you know, who else it. is going to shoot it? <laughs> so oh, yeah. I will live with it, man. I will live with it. But all right, let's, so let's get to the last start bench cut of the episode here. Um, and that is Anthony Simons, mm. Tyrese Halliburton, mm. and De'Aaron Fox. Man. Those are three players that's been balling this year. Big time. Um that is so tough. I think, I think I'm trying. I'm trying to picture Anthony with Dame and without Dame. Okay. Because he did kind of carry them when Dame was out. He did. But he is kind of a secondary player on that team, or even third with Jeremy Grant. Absolutely. So, I'm probably gonna cut Anthony, even though I think he's nice. Like that guy he's, can really he's play. He's nice. It's same thing, dude. He's young as hell. Like he's gonna keep getting better. Oh man, Tyrese. Man, who was the first one? It, it, it was De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, and Anthony Simons. I'm going to bench De'Aaron, and I'm going to start. Uh, Tyrese. Tyrese has been like that. Balling, He's been dude. balling out. He's been I, balling. Honestly, if you would ask me that question like like last year or at the beginning of the season, it would probably be a different answer. Cut, cut, cut Tyrese, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. But he's shown up. And, you know, like him and him and De'Aaron could have been pretty solid backcourt if they Man. if they both stayed, you know, with the Kings and everything. But I'm, I'm kind of glad that – Hal Burton's been able to kind of branch off on his own and, and kind of lead a backcourt and his shots funky looking, but it goes, it goes in, in. Dude. he gets it <laughs> off and he's like, he's creating off the dribble and he's passing the ball. Leading like the crazy. entire league in assists. It's like, is he above 10? Yeah. Average? He's at 11, 11. He's at 19 points and 11 assists. Insane. So it's crazy. I mean, I'm all about on the I'm, Pacers, on the Pacers. <laughs> on the Pacers. Yeah. Like he's not doing this teams. on that, like that golden state warriors team yeah. or the, oh, like he's doing this on the Pacers. He's creating, opportunities for his teammates and i'm always partial towards like guards and you know you can score the rock and that's amazing but if you can create baskets easy baskets for your teammates that's that's the best way to go so man it's it's sick so yeah i'm gonna i'm starting tyrese i'm benching um, De'Aaron, and you gotta cut anthony yeah anthony simons yeah yeah but i believe in all three of them same thing dude young players young exciting players in the nba leading backcourts of teams and yeah it's tough and I, I like De'Aaron Fox a lot. That guy is so fast. He's like crazy. he's just a blur when he gets going on fast breaks and whatnot. And he's carrying the teams to, you know, the Sacramento Kings. Man, they're lighting the beam, dude. They're that lighting the exciting, beam, bro. I love that. Um, so yeah, I, I always pull for the Kings. I, I'm obviously a Warriors fan, but 
you know, the, the Kings have always been the like little the, bros, the little, bro, <laughs> little stepbrother in the background for the last 15 years back until like, man, I was a Jason Williams fan. So yeah. I was like Jason Williams and Peja and Chris Weber and Ooh, that team was nice. Oh my gosh. So yeah, they, they, they hold a special place in my heart. So I'm, I'm excited that De'Aaron's kind of making them relevant again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm definitely right there. So you got to start Tyrese Halliburton, yeah. uh, the way he's been playing, leading the league in assists. It's crazy. Man, I, I'm I'm honestly torn with you right now with Anthony and De'Aaron That's because tough. at the end of the day, yeah, I agree. Anthony is a two or three option on that team, while De'Aaron, even through the bad years, has always been the number one option on that team. Yeah. Has always been the number one option. Yeah. And I know he he hasn't been delivering the past couple of years, but he is this year. He is this year, and yeah. like how you said, the the Sacramento's lighting the beam up. So. <laughs> I'm going to agree with you. I'm going I'm I'm like to agree with you on this one, man. I'm going to agree. So, starting Tyrese, bench uh, bench De'Aaron, and uh, we got to cut Anthony. I mean, we got to bring Sacramento's backcourt back together. Exactly. <laughs> that would be sick, honestly, if they did that. It won't happen, but it would be nice to do. And, you know, Anthony Simons as your third option Whew. is a pretty crazy, crazy amazing third option. So, he's going to keep developing, dude. He's learning from Damian Lillard. Like, Come on. That's as, a pretty as good a teacher. Mentor, as a, a fellow person in your backcourt, like, you're going to win a lot of games. So I'm, I'm excited for his future. And I'm sorry, my guy. I had to cut you with this. Sorry. Just with three. Sorry, Anthony. Yeah, my bad, Anthony. But it's, uh, you know, you're up against two pretty awesome point guards there. Facts. Facts, man. Well, well, all right. All right. Well, I think this is a good place for us to go ahead and, you know, start to wrap up the show. Uh, Taylor, my dog, you got any last words to say before we uh, skedaddle out of here? No, dude. This was a lot of fun. I, uh, I love basketball, man. It's always been my first love. Obviously, I, I love all different kinds of sports, but nba basketball man it's the best of the best so you know hope some injuries you know we get some healthy healthy nba players as the season winds down here and it's going to be a battle western conference eastern conference like i'm always excited for this season you know it's it's always fun and we never really know how it's going to play out we've got some front runners but like you said western conference is anyone's game and you know i'm, I'm excited that there's more basketball you know we could have another conversation towards the end of the year but there's a lot more basketball to be played, and, you know, it's a lot of fun to watch. Facts, man. Facts, man. For, so for the family out there, man, I want I want you guys to, you know, to, you know show, show some love to my guy Taylor, man. Came on the pod, you know, uh, blessed us with his presence, man. You know, talked about talked about the game a little bit. You know, we had our uh, our new segment. We had our, uh, our up or down report, and then we finished with the start bench cut, man. So for the family out there, I hope you guys enjoy the episode. And uh, just stay tuned, man, because – and I guarantee this is not the last time you'll hear of my guy taylor <laughs> taylor will be back on the show man so i'd be honored <laughs> so for all the family out there make sure you like comment subscribe and uh, get at us instagram twitter tiktok if you're on social media just look up clutch talk and you're gonna find us man but if that's it then we out of here y'all clutch talk out <laughs>